0: This is an IN special report. Now reporting.
1: Baby bottle pop. Ian's at six.
0: When the clock struck six,
2: it meant one thing.
1: Baby bottle pop.
2: Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony.
0: Anthony. Let's go to Anthony.
1: Anthony! Oh, no. Anthony. Alright, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Thank you guys for the warm welcome. I am not Peter Rosenberg. He's enjoying his bachelor party, and we hope to see him on Monday. But I'm Anthony Pusic for the time being, and welcome to ENN. Presented Ray Row. On Ray Row, that's right. Thank you, Tom. Presented by D'Agostino & Associates, the injury firm. 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. I'd like to start off, if I can, by saying good evening to Michael. And I had to relieve myself. We learned a lot today on the show. Uh, Don, how are you? I hated John Tudor. And if anybody was wondering how I am, I am, I am tired. I am very, very tired. And why am I tired, you might ask? Why? Kenny Albert.
2: Grant with 15. Bennett keeps the puck alive. Kachuk with a
0: shot. He scores! Matthew Kachuk with 12 and 7, 10 seconds remaining in overtime number four.
1: That's right. Overtime number four. The call from the great Kenny Albert on TNT. Last night, the Panthers beat the Hurricanes in Carolina just before 2 o'clock in the morning to take a 1-0 series lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. That is why I am tired today, because I stood up for that entire yeah. game. All
2: right, so I have two questions for Don. The Panthers were the 8th seed, right? Sure. Why? Why are they playing so well, and why the why were they the 8th? We know why Miami was, because Jimmy Butler doesn't play the same way in the regular season as he does in the postseason. Mm. Why is Florida, in 8th seed, doing so well? They went to... Um the, they they picked up the president's trophy
0: last year, so they were really good. And won around, won what a playoff round for the first time since 1996 last year. Mm-hmm. But then they made a blockbuster trade, um, getting Kachuk for Huberto. Uh They made uh, you know Weiger was gone as well. They made a coaching change, brought in Paul Maurice, and I just think it took a little time for it to kind of regel. And I say regel because it gelled very well. Last year, when they were the best team in the regular season, got off to an amazing start and, and won a playoff round. But when you make that kind of a deal, sometimes it takes a little time. I remember being there um, on New Year's Day talking to Steve Goldstein, their television voice, and he, he said, it's starting to come together. We just hope we don't run out of time here. And they, they were able to get it together. Basically played playoff games the last month of the season, and, and now you're seeing that, that they've regelled again. That they're similar to the team they were last year, and right, I now, think Paul Maurice is a heck of a coach
2: too. The other question, I read, I believe it's Carolina. Their radio guy works alone. Their radio, go- no, no, that don't they
0: not Chuck- even have radio anymore? That was Chuck Caton back in the day.
2: Well, Chuck- somebody, somebody who's doing that game was doing radio and worked alone. Can you imagine how exhausted you would be, Don?
0: No, you're 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 talking about the Panther radio guy. Yeah, yeah. That. Okay. Oh, you said hurricane. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know why he would be working alone unless yeah, I'm trying to think of was it? Uh, I'm trying to think who does radio with him, and but I think maybe they don't travel their color guy on the road.
2: All right, so let what for whatever reason you've done this, can you imagine how exhausted that you'd be?
0: I yeah, and um, Doug Plagans is his name. Um, good kid, just took the job like a few years ago. Uh, yeah, I would. I don't know how I'd have a voice because when I did that game by myself against Vancouver, the one thing I found is is that there's nobody else. Right. So you're analyzing the plays, you're doing all the reads. There's nobody else to give you a break until you know you do the commercial break, and it's a couple of minutes. And 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 in overtime, Michael, you only get the twelve minutes off. And you don't get the full 12 minutes because you've you got to you know, recap before you throw the break. And then you got to come back a couple of minutes before they drop the puck. So you might have gotten like nine minutes between the overtimes off. Now he's young. He's like in his early 30s. But that's a lot, man. That's a lot to go through.
2: Well, and You probably have to keep drinking just to keep your voice moist. And then you're going to have to go to the bathroom.
0: And it's not like baseball or even football where you can get that like down moment and just like kind of let the crowd, you can let the buzz of the crowd and
1: not speak for maybe 30 seconds or something. No, there's continuous play. I'm sure he was happy that Kachuk scored in that fourth overtime for multiple reasons. Um, there was a lot more in this game as well, a goaltender interference that stopped what would have been the game winner for Florida in the first overtime, where you could find more information on that and everything else, hockey. Go to the most recent updated Game Misconduct Conduct podcast with Don LaGreca yes. that we just posted uh, earlier today. We're hearing wherever, great things about it. Wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the other game last night was out west in basketball, um, and the Nuggets took a 2 nothing series lead on the Lakers. Jamal Murray, big, big fourth quarter, 23 of his 37 points. The Nuggets win 108-103, to 103, and Nuggets head coach Mike Malone was very well aware that not many people were talking about his team heading into this one.
2: I think a lot of our guys, to be honest, they may not admit this or not. You know, uh, you win game one of the playoffs and all everybody talked about was the Lakers. Let's be honest. That was a national narrative was, hey, the Lakers are fine. They're down 1-0, but they figured something out. No one talked about Nicola just had a historic performance. He's got 13 triple-doubles now, third all-time. What he's doing is just incredible, but the narrative wasn't about the Nuggets. The narrative wasn't about Nicola. The narrative is about the Lakers and their adjustments. So, you know, you put that in your pipe, you smoke it, and you come back, and you know what, we're going to go up 2-0. Yeah, put that. Can in your we, pipe Can we can we put it. it to rest now? Can we finally put it to rest? They know everything that's said about them and everything that's written about mm-hmm. them. They could say they don't pay attention. The fact that that was on his mind, and he's right, by the way. No, absolutely right. He's absolutely right. You know, because it was all about. Uh, they, you know, obviously the Lakers found uh, Hachi Moore is going to be able to to stop uh, Nikola Jokic, but he didn't. The, the, Denver's a really good team. And by the way, when it got close, Jamal Murray said, uh, hold my beer, everybody. I mean, he was unstoppable. It also, unstoppable.
1: It also shows you what the Knicks are missing, right? Because the Nuggets have Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray. When Jalen Brunson wasn't able to get it done, Randall and Barrett weren't enough to be that second guy for him. Absolutely. Jamal Murray is his own star.
0: And, and, yep. And, and LeBron looked old. He, he looked out of it. I mean, he couldn't hit the threes at all. and Hurt his ankle? It was, listen, I think they'll be fine. They'll they'll go back to Los Angeles and, and, and they'll win. They're not going to get swept. But I, I think winning this series now, it's not going to happen.
1: Hey, LeBron, how is your ankle feeling, by the way? I think I said almost by I think it was maybe Aaron Gordon or one of the guys up underneath
2: the basket, but it'll be
1: fine. I mean, he's not going to tell you that he's hurt, right? See, you know, I, I know that's
2: the narrative, and you just said, I know, Alan Hahn said it too. I don't think he looked old. I mean, he was flying down the court in the last minute of the game. I mean, he was missing three pointers, which he sometimes does. He's not a great three point shooter.
1: I know he missed a layup as well. Alan mentioned earlier on he missed a dunk. Hahn. I missed a dunk, um, and maybe that had to do with the ankle injury. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean he's old. Maybe his body breaks down quicker when his ankle gets rolled. He's not the super he- human that he was earlier in his career.
2: And also, you're you're at a mile high altitude.
1: I did feel like that was going to—I know that Allen said that the first game—it impacted more in the first game than the second game. I disagreed. I thought with the guys that being older and Davis and LeBron, that second game, you'd feel a lot more winded probably later in the game when you really need to step it up.
2: The worst thing to happen to LeBron uh, is the way the playoffs are set up. A game every other day. It
1: doesn't doesn't benefit There's no time for them
2: to reset. There's just not. I mean— that's why you wanted to take one of these games so you could take a breath and you know, take one of the two games in L.A. Now you've got to take both games in L.A.
1: And what is it like LeBron being down 0-2? I mean, what do you take out of it is the fact that um, this is not the NCAA tournament. The first team to four wins. We have an opportunity to go home, play great basketball. You know, until the team beats you four times, then you always have an opportunity to come out of it. That, that's the confidence that we should have. And I know it's, it's going to be a it's a tough hill to climb up, but we still have an opportunity to, um, you know, play good basketball and, and, and play the best basketball of the series in game three. And like I said, if we can get better from game two, like we did tonight to game three, then we put ourselves in a position to do that. I'm with Don. I do think they win game three. Back no, home? I don't think it's over. I, I, I don't think. I don't think.
2: I picked Denver before the series anyway, but I don't think it's over. I, 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 don't, I don't think, think any I, team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis is going to roll over. No,
0: but then I don't think they're going to win the series. It'd be hard. I, but you know, would I be would I be shocked if they go back to Denver two two? No, no. But I would I would be shocked if they won a game in Denver, and I think they'll lose. You know, in six. But you know, Malone's not wrong even now. The the you know it's LeBron's old or LeBron didn't hit his threes. Because it's the Lakers and it's LeBron. It's a combination of a, a historic team and a historic player. And, you know, Denver's just not that. So the, the conversation is going to be the Lakers lost what's wrong with the Lakers more than it's going to be to complement a Nuggets team that I don't think the nation has fully wrapped their mind around yet. You know, they've never really made any any runs. What, is this the first time they're in the conference final since Mellow? I know they went with Mellow. They haven't gone with Jokic, Right. Well,
1: the bubble. This is the same in the, yeah. group in the conference final that, that, right, that was in the, in the bubble. bubble.
0: But, you know, it's it's a team that hasn't had that kind of dominance, and they're being introduced to them now. And, and believe me, they won't be talking anything but the Nuggets if they, if they win this series. Then and
2: they'll get their due. There's no executive that will admit it, but they are cringing in Bristol about Nuggets heat. Cringing.
1: I got to tell you, Jamal Murray and Jokic are exciting to watch, though. I get it, but it's not going to have the national appeal. It's just well, not.
2: I gotta tell you,
0: it's it's worth watching our broadcast. I I, and I know I work for the company, and you can call me a shill if you want. Shill, fine, I'll take it. I'll, I'll you wear said I could if I want, and I'll wear with, with honor. Breen Jackson and Van Gundy are as good a watch slash listen as there is in sports. Period. I would agree.
1: Did you uh, see Michael? Sorry, Don. Did you see um, Jamal Murray point at Mike Breen and say "bang"? <laughs> uh
2: Mark Jackson brought it
1: up. Uh, did anybody has everybody anybody ever pointed at you and said see ya?
2: Uh I don't know. It's too far away. It's too. Far.
0: I guess the closest would be. Was it Altuve that did your home run call? Who no. was it? Uh,
2: uh, no, Spring- Correa.
1: Oh, it was Correa. That's right. Correa. That's right. So I mean, I, um, the
2: Robin Ventura once pointed at me on home plate. Well,
1: that's something. That's 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 probably be- it the it was equivalent. before
2: game. Uh, I think it was the first or second year of yes. And before the game, I was down in, in the locker room in Minnesota, and I said, you know, you, you haven't hit a home run in 17 games. He goes, oh, I'll hit one tonight, and I'll point up at you. And he won the game. He, he actually hit the go-ahead home run in the ninth inning, and I'm thinking, I actually said it on the air. There's no way he's going to remember. And he stepped on home plate and pointed up to the, the broadcast booth. See ya!
1: And that was probably said.
2: I don't know if he said that, but that would be nice to think.
1: splash
0: shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, seventeen percent alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely,
1: drink wisely. And of course, if Peter's conscious, he will be locked in tonight to Celtics Heat Game Two. Why game. would he be? He's going to be stoned. Oh Excuse no! Me? He said he's not. Uh, that's right. He said he's not going to partake in any of that.
2: All right. So even if he doesn't partake in it, he's going to be drunk. Well, i tell then you There's going to be people of ill repute there.
1: Well, let's say that he can't work the remote. Like it's just—it's too complicated. Everything is blurry. He can't. All he's got to do is turn on Rayro 98.7 ninety-eight-seven at eight thirty. You will hear Mark Kestershire and the crew calling Celtics Heat game two right here on ninety-eight-seven ES.
2: Now let me let me be a little more of a shill. Ooh. And you could call me a shill if you'd like, Don.
1: I don't. I don't. Want, I'm not going to play that
2: game. There, there are very few people who do radio that are better than Mark Kestesher. He's terrific. Especially calling a, 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 a basketball game. You, I mean, you could see the game when he's calling. He's so good.
1: He really is. We have a great company. We have a lot of great people that work here. All right.
2: And some really, really awful people, too. Oh, my I mean, God. You'll never know.
1: But Who's you just who?
0: do the process of elimination because we're not going to praise them. But we do <laughs> a lot of praising. So anybody we don't praise, I guess it's on the table that we don't care for them.
2: Or you can um, wait for my book.
0: But the closest i am not at your level, Michael, with like you know hockey players acknowledging my existence. The closest I came was during a morning skate. Ron Hainsey of the Carolina Hurricanes smacked his stick against the glass and said, "Your name should be on the show."
2: Wow, <laughs> that's bigger than what Ventura
0: did. So he's, 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 i think he's from Connecticut, and he listened to the show, and he's friendly with Rick.
2: Oh, you must have—you must have been beaming. You might have wet yourself.
0: <laughs> was—I was shocked because I didn't know the background, so I was like, "That's not." Ex-, and it was in Raleigh, so it was like it was just a weird experience. And Dave didn't know what to make of it, but I thought it was kind of cool. Uh,
2: Dave, well, does Dave know you do a radio show, Don?
0: Uh, he doesn't care for it. <laughs> well, no, I can honestly say that Dave has zero respect for what I do for a living.
2: And he doesn't like he's not a big fan of the caster
0: if i had to guess he's never said anything, but right. if I had to guess i don't think he's
1: one one quick correction, Easy. by the way, guys. Mark Castashir is great, um, but he's not pulling Kenny Alberts on everybody. It's Dave Passion and Doris Burke on the call of the Eastern Conference no, finals. No,
2: why would you make a mistake like that? Where now I uh, now I have to praise Dave Pass. Well, he's, he's also great good. too.
1: Coley Harvey, by the way, on the uh, sidelines, one of our, our good friend that used to cover the Yankees here at ESPN and now does. I, a great always job doing I told
2: else. Coley when he was here, you're going to be a star one day. And you he did a stars. great job during. Um,
1: the Demar um, Hamlin situation. The Demar
2: Hamlin situation.
1: Yeah, no, he was he was unbelievable. He really was. Um, so Dave Pasch, Doris Coley Harvey, eight thirty right here, 98.7 oh, ESPN. Mark Hestershire will be tomorrow. You're going to hear all of the conference it's finals right one. here on ninety eight seven over the yeah, weekend. Ray Row
0: family. It's all great stuff.
1: Everybody's
0: but, great, but but uh, just the whole back and forth, like LeBron flops and then Jokic flops and Mark and and uh, Van Gundy ripping them for it, and then the um, the 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 flagrant what, what's happening with this league. There, I just think it's terrific because it's just it's it's an honest assessment of what's going on,
1: and you find out they all hate each other when they call into our show.
2: No, I, mean, I think Mark and, and Jeff like each other.
1: Oh, that's right. that's right. That's
2: yeah.
0: right. But they do disagree, and they, they get into it, and but Breen doesn't get in the way, but yet at the same time doesn't get swallowed up. It's really, it's terrific. We are very fortunate. All the broadcasts uh, of all the different sports nationally, I think, are great. Otherwise, they wouldn't be getting that opportunity, but I, I, it doesn't get better than those three. It just doesn't.
1: Now, Jet fans, we didn't forget about you. You have Aaron Rodgers as your starting quarterback this year, and... You haven't heard from him in a while, mm-hmm. but late last night, this morning, Flight 23, a production of the Jets, came out, Interview with Aaron Rodgers, and I think Jet fans are going to want to hear this cut.
2: When I'm all in, I'm all in, and I wanted to be a full
0: F.E.S., honestly, and coming out of the darkness retreat that I did and starting to get back into my
2: workouts, this opportunity came up. This was really the only place I wanted to be.
1: You see that, Pete?
2: F. I was just thinking that, Anthony, so he wanted to be dramatic, and rather than actually say the word, which he could have on a podcast, he said, F, yes.
1: It's the way it's done, Pete. You can take a look at that specific cut on uh, the Jets' Twitter right now. The whole um, Flight 23 series is out. The first episode is out. You should see it, guys. They have a sound guy that's going to put a mic on on Rogers, and he's so careful. He's like, can I put this on you? And Rogers like, no. He goes, oh, Roger goes, no, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Put it on. Everybody's being very, very careful now, around Aaron Rodgers.
0: Can I be this guy? Can I? You can be
1: whatever guy? you want, Don. Be you.
0: I believe that he wants to be a Jet. Okay. And he loves being a Jet and thinks he can win with the Jets. But the only place I wanted to be, if don't you think that if if Green Bay was open to trading him to San Francisco, that that would be an option as well. I
1: think he's the taking into account.
0: Surpassing.
1: I think he's taking into account that that wasn't right. I that's what I think he's mean. taking that's into account I mean.
2: the places where he could have gone. This right, is exactly. the only place he wanted to be. Right.
0: Yeah. Exactly. But it could also come across as like I, I could have went anywhere. This is the place I wanted to be. I, I I think it's just because, and I and I think San Francisco would be the only other one that would be at the Jets level and and it would surpass the Jets just because they're a playoff team, they have an offensive head coach that's a br- that's brilliant. But I, but I, again, I'm not saying it to knock the Jets because I think the Jets clearly would be second, and there's nobody close once San Francisco was off the
2: table. Dan, I have a question to ask you. I have a question to ask you. November 9th through the 18th, Sebastian Maniscalco is performing in Atlantic City. Let's go! Wow.
0: I'll tell you, my wife enjoyed it too when we watched it, and you said it was was the lesser of his. Oh, yeah, other he,
2: his other stuff has been better. But is this a Friday
1: situation, a weekend situation? What are we talking about here? Well, I mean, it's eight days. I'm sure
2: one of them is a weekend.
1: I think well, we just do a residency at one of the hotels out in Atlantic City.
0: Hmm. Well, but you can't do it during the week, We've got unless we're going to do not? a show from there.
1: Why not? Well, we, I think we have the capability.
0: I don't know. I don't know what we're capable of doing sometimes. Wow. Um, if there's a Saturday, I don't have Rangers... We can we can get somebody to watch the kids. We'll go we'll, we'll go as a, as a as a foursome there down there and have fun. Love it. Let's do it. Lock all, it in.
1: All right, guys. Here is the Ron Pinhead, ENN request of the day.
2: <sighs> <laughs> Pro wait, wait, is he over two? <laughs> no. Remember, one they was me. Have Mrs. Ira again?
1: No, Mrs. Ira.
2: But that um, was that was quite the production. But but I still I still give the pinhead
0: suits the or suit the the the, the hit because you probably did it to impress him yesterday.
1: I, I do everything to impress everybody, Don. Look yeah. where I am, really. I I'm gonna, When I'm does gonna it work say, with me and Don? He's too. Not very, Not very well. Mm-hmm. So let's try it here. Dave did this earlier today. Pro Football Focus gave a list of their top 25 players under 25. Now, I'm not going to make you name all 25 players. Please, we we only have like four minutes left in ENN. There are two names from our local teams in the top 10. Do you two think you can name who those two players are? I can name one of them for sure. Okay, what do you got? Sauce Gardner. He's number five.
0: And then you would have to go um, with Wilson on the other side. And when I'm saying Wilson, I mean wide receiver Wilson, not quarterback.
1: Not in the top 10. Well, how how about uh, the giant quarterback? Not in the top 10, but on the Giants. How old is Lawrence? Mm. Dexter Lawrence? I think he's older than 25.
0: Yeah, I thought so, too.
2: And so is... uh... So it's the QB. I thought you said under thirty. Um, and Barkley 25. is is,
0: is twenty six, so it's not Saquon. And it's on the Giants. Oh yes. So it, so it would be um, Thomas. That's right. Number All ten, right.
1: Andrew Thomas. Out of curiosity, wow. just just throwing it out there, who do you guys think is the top player under twenty five in the league according to Pro Football Focus?
0: Then I, I would I would I would to say uh, Trevor Lawrence.
2: That's what I would guess.
1: Not on the list. I mean, my guess would be that he is not under 25. Uh, it is a Dallas Cowboy. Does that help?
2: Is Parsons under
1: That's 25? That's right, Michael. Michael Parsons. L- l- wait,
2: well, let, me, let me check out Trevor Lawrence. I, I think he's under 25.
1: Followed by... Justin Jefferson, Tristan Wirfs, Jamar Chase, we mentioned Sauce at five. Creed Humphrey of the Chiefs, the center, Patrick Sertan the second from the Broncos, Rashawn Slater from the Chargers, the offensive tackle is number eight, CeeDee Lamb from the Cowboys, number nine, and Andrew Thomas rounds it out at ten.
2: Well, they're clowns because Trevor Lawrence is in fact twenty
1: four yeah. years old. Oh, twenty three years goodness. old. Goodness. Well, we give a hard time to Pro Football Focus for the way they rate things sometimes, right? There are some times that if they were a person, I'd want to punch them in the forehead. So let's let's take into account here that this is the way that they've made their
0: list. No, no, they, are they being that guy, or do they pull a Mark Jackson and just forget?
1: I think they're going to come out with a statement saying they forgot.
2: I love Mark Jackson. That was a bad look.
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't
2: great. That really wasn't great. That's well, not what you want.
1: Now, could it happen?
2: Sure.
0: But it just tells you you didn't put a lot of thought into it.
1: All right, I've gone long enough. One more hockey story before we close out ENN here. This is going to interest Michael, I think you as well. Uh, Don, you know this. You wanted to talk about it on Game of Conduct. We didn't get a chance to, so I want to bring it up to you now. Uh, A report from TSN up in Toronto says that Joel Quenville is set to meet with Gary Bettman after the playoffs to review the veteran coach's status with the league now, we know Quinville, the former Blackhawks coach, has been out of the NHL and Panthers coach, I should say, as well since October former 2021. Raven. Current Raven, no charge at Ram when he resigned as Panthers coach. His resignation came after an independent investigation into how the Blackhawks handled the sexual assault allegations in 2010 against uh, regarding Kyle Beach. Um, which implicated Quinville and other then Blackhawk leaders for their inaction in the case. Now, Don, we've mentioned this multiple times. Quinville would seem to be on the Rangers' radar. Reports say that he's not, but maybe it was because they had no idea if he'd be reinstated or not. Do you think this changes anybody's opinion on them? Yes.
2: That's why they're waiting.
1: So So if he gets reinstated, probably top of the list for Drury and Company.
2: Yeah, which could be a mistake optically.
0: Well, all, I all kind I, of agree with you, Mike. All I know is what E.J. Raddick reported on the great, a misconduct.
1: That's right, the great right. E.J. E. E. Raddick.
0: That when, in November, when the Rangers were struggling and Drury was thinking about making a coaching change, the two people he wanted to pursue were Barry Trotz, who was still under contract with the Islanders, and the Islanders would not allow the Rangers to speak to him. And Joel Quinville in the league said he hasn't been reinstated yet. So if, if that report is true, and I have no reason to doubt E.J., if you were trying to reach out to Joel in November, why would you not reach out to him if he was reinstated in July?
2: Well, I do have a question. So Trotz was fired by the Islanders. They were still fire. They were still paying him, and they wouldn't give them permission. Right. That's pretty bad, man.
1: I think it was kind if of. He a wasn't good thing. enough to
2: coach your team. What do you care if he coaches the Rangers? Well, because it's the Rangers. Well, I don't know. Save money. Would,
0: I don't know. Listen, he took a GM job. I don't know if he would have taken the job anyway. But my point I is, it, it, it answers two things for me. It answers one: they want somebody with experience. And if you were trying for Quinville in November, Michael, why wouldn't you try for him in July?
2: I agree. I agree. I think he's going to be the Ranger coach if they reinstate him.
1: Guys, you've been waiting for it all day. Let's get it done right now. This leaderboard update is presented by Skyway Golf Course, the PGA Championship going on up in Rochester. Second round, it looks like great weather there. Rainy, cold, and everything. Exactly what you want in a golf tournament in May. Scotty Scheffler is 3-under for the day. 6-under leads the tournament through 17 in his second round, followed by Canadian Corey Connors at 5-under, Victor Hovland at 4-under, and Callum Tarran is minus 3 along with American Bryson DeChambeau. That's your top five. This leaderboard update brought to you by Skyway Golf Course. Golf fans, check out Skyway Golf Course in New Jersey. I know Anita loves that place. She talks about it all the time on her weekend shows. And that will do it for ENN Beautiful. on this Friday.